Your Locked On Maple Leafs. Your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Podcast, one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive, as well as the host of Leafs Lunch. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. If you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. And make sure that we're out your first listen of the day. Locked On Leafs is a daily Maple Leaf-centric podcast, so if you are a diehard Leafs fan, part of Leafs Nation, make sure that you are subscribed and make us part of your daily routine. Okay, a uh, couple of things we got to get to. Let's first of all recap the Leafs victory over the Boston Bruins 5-2 Saturday night, win their fifth game in a row. Going for their sixth tonight as they take on the LA Kings as they end uh, end their homestand, trying to be go perfect on the homestand at that. So we will definitely be uh, teeing that game up, but and before we get to that, let's go ahead and let's let's talk about Saturday night because Saturday night was a big game. You know, coming in, taking on the Boston Bruins is you know the Bruins are always going to be somewhat of a measuring stick game as long as as the perfection line is still well intact, which it is, right? Bergeron, Marchand, and David Pasternak they made their presence known in that game. I'll say that, uh, but. You know, as long as, as as that team have those guys back there and a guy named Charlie McAvoy on the back end, they're always going to be a good team. I think they're always going to be uh, a worthwhile team, or at least as long as they're playing up to the the you know up to the way they've been playing over the last ten years. But this whole last week was a, a massive measuring stick week, right? This they were going up against Vegas, who it wasn't as much as a measuring stick as it looked like on paper because. Well, essentially it was Vegas' AHL squad <laughs> they had to play. But they went in there, and they beat the piss out of them, right? They got the massive victory, 4 nothing, shut them out, and convincingly defeated them. And it was their first convincing victory of the season, their first one. Gave them a lot of confidence, right? We we saw the, the, the Matthews line break out in that game. And then we saw, you know, Mitch Marner has been broken out uh, for the last few games now. They went in, they beat Tampa, and then going up against Boston, hoping to win their fifth straight and trying to keep it all rolling. They go in there and they blow the doors off the Bruins again. You know, beat them 5-2. Big-time victory. The big boys came out to play again. Um, Mitch Marner was absolutely magical. He had four points on the night. But him and Tavares playing some really stellar hockey right now. Uh, the, the big four in general, though, Marner, Tavares, uh, Nylander, and Matthews have now scored the team's last 13 goals. Dating back to the final two goals scored in uh, in the Detroit game, Literally all week, so in like a, in the last week, they're the only Maple Leafs that have found the score sheet. Um, I don't know how sustainable that is for success. We probably would like to see, you know, Spets to score one, Kasha, maybe get a defenseman to get up on the board. Maybe Kerfoot can pop in a goal, Bunting as well. You know, he's been sniffing but hasn't been able to put in the back of the net. Eventually, those goals will come. But if this 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 big four can stay at this pace where they can score 13 goals in a four-game span, you add on the the goal from, from you know, Bunting or Spezza or Simmons, a defenseman here and there, this team's going to win a lot of hockey games. They're going to win a lot of hockey games against some good teams. That's what they did last week. That's what they did on Saturday night against the Boston Bruins. But the other guy who really 
stands on his head on a nightly basis, night in, night out, is Jack Campbell. He did the exact same thing once again on Saturday. 42 stops on the night. Here's a fun little fact, fun little stat. I did not know about Jack Campbell until David Pasternak scored in the third period because that was the first goal that he had given up in the third period all season long. Jack Campbell has given this team a chance to win basically every single game. Every single game, except for, was it the, the Pittsburgh game he started? And even the Pittsburgh game, we, we talked about it. A lot, of, a lot of fluky goals that went off of bodies, skates, sticks, you know, just real fluke type of game. But outside of that, he's given this team a chance to win each and every start he's made. And even deep into the third period, as this team was trailing, you know, he was out there. He was making stops, allowing them to fight back into it. Did that against Chicago last week, the game that started this winning streak. And he did that again against Tampa last week. You know, and then last night, or on Saturday night, you know, he actually had the lead. And he held the lead. He didn't allow a back-breaking goal that let Boston get back into it. They build on the lead. They were up 4-1. And then they finally got one. But... You know, Toronto able to clamp it down, didn't allow that to be a backbreaker. And uh, so, like, Jack Campbell has been phenomenal. And uh, a little bit of news that did come out of Leafs camp today, or at least practice today, is that um, Peter Mrazek's going to be out for a little bit. Uh, he's going to miss at least the next 10 to 14 games, I think I saw. Uh, he's he's going to be out with a groin strain, so he re-aggravated that groin injury. He's heading on, on to IR. So this is gonna this is gonna be Campbell's net for a while, man. Like he's gonna have to be this good on a nightly basis and really prove that he can be durable and prove that he can be consistent night in night out and be the guy. And this is a contract year for him. Uh, we spoke about it on Friday. What I believe they should do with him, and I mean this is an opportunity for him to prove. Hey, look, I am. The guy. I think I can be durable. My body, I believe, is in the best shape of my career. And this is a chance for him to do it by going in here and starting on a nightly basis. Right? This is his opportunity. And there's a lot of games. we got a back-to-back coming up later this weekend. I don't expect for him to play in both of those games. But to play in, in, in all the games that aren't back-to-back situations for the next little bit could be key for him proving that he's got this durability, which is somewhat of a, a question mark on him. Not a red flag, but a bit of a question mark as of now, considering that he's the most he's ever played is 31 games in an NHL season. He played 52 one year in the American League, but in the NHL, only a career high of 31, uh, 31 games. So uh, this, is, this is an opportunity for him to prove that you know he can be the guy here for Toronto. And uh, he did that. He's, he's been doing that all season long. Had a great, great couple of saves uh, in Boston or against Boston the other night. So he's going to try and keep that rolling as they roll into, uh, well, they're still at home, but they got L.A. coming in. A bit of a revenge game. First time they'll be taking on the, the L.A. Kings since being traded here back in uh, back in 2019. 2019. And he still hasn't played the L.A. Kings, and we're almost into 2022. Oh, boy, crazy, crazy. Also, that was Sheldon Keefe's first game coaching against the Boston Bruins. So he now has just as many wins against the Boston Bruins as he does in NHL contract extensions. Both at one apiece. Fun little fact there. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get to the three stars of the game. You know what? We'll take a quick break, actually. And then when we get back, I'll go through my three stars of the game. And then uh, we'll tee up the game between the Leafs and the Kings later tonight. 
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows in all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's a no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Want an all-star team? You need an all-star hiring partner. You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want. A short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. Don't struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process so you can find the talent with the skills you need through tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talent abilities faster. Assessments make the interview process smoother for everyone. Talent doesn't need to prove themselves again, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. With Indeed assessments, you can reduce the hiring time by 12%, 12%, according to Indeed Data Worldwide. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions applied. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to Locked On Leafs. Mike DiStefano here, the host of this program. Uh, Toronto with a big 5-2 victory over the Boston Bruins over the weekend. Uh, let's go through our three stars of the game. Or we'll start with our third star. We're going to give it to John Tavares. I thought Tavares was just spectacular, spectacular in that game the other night. Obviously scored the, the first goal, which was kind of fluky. But like just him going hard to the net. And Marner shot on goal, but he went hard to the net, went off of his skate, and ended up in <laughs> behind the line, I suppose. So a bit of a fluky way to, to start. But, hey. You'll take it, man. A goal's a goal. Um and and that was that was that tied the game, I believe. Uh yeah, it tied the game. And then Toronto was able to get right back into things uh from there. So uh that was his first goal, then he scored another one. Coming out of the box, gets the puck, chips it in, chases after it, makes a nice move to get around the defender to make sure that he wins the race to the puck, and then ends up getting the getting it up to, to, to Nylander, goes straight to the net, and then another shot up by Nylander, and he pounces on the rebound, and he scores a second goal. So he was he was fantastic. Uh, he really has been great all season long, or, or for the past, let's say two weeks, he's been really, really good. Um, battling net front, uh, he's been an ox out there, really tough to 
to get him uh, away from the goaltender. And that's been a big difference, too, for this team. They're attacking the center of the ice, attacking the center of the ice. They're battling in front of goaltenders, making it making it difficult for goalies to tend the net, making it difficult by bringing you know extra defenders up into their kitchen and making it a little bit awkward and and you know bringing traffic to the net. That's that's what he's been doing. He's been doing it really really well and he's getting rewarded for it. Five goals his last five games. It's been really really nice to see. Um and then 65% in the faceoff draws. I mean, when you're winning 65% of your draws, that's a that's a good thing. That that's how you that's how you win the possession game, right? You get the puck off the draw, now you've got possession. And and that's really where the Leafs want to live, right? They want to be a very high possession team. They want to win the shot share each and every shift um, out on the ice, and you know that's that's essentially what they're going to try and do. So you know the Maple Leafs uh, or John Tavares had himself one heck of a game the other night, so I gave him the third star of the game. Uh, Jack Campbell getting the second star of the game. Stopped 42 of 44 shots against, made some real solid saves, especially in the third period when the Bruins really started to press there late to try and tie it up. Uh, but, you know, he he stood there, and he was big once again. You know, I, I talked about it in the previous segment, how <clears throat> he's been spectacular throughout this stretch. He's got a 960 save percentage. Uh, through this five-game winning streak, he started four of those games, and he's been he's been awesome, just awesome in these games. Um, so Jack Campbell, to me, you know, he was he was great again, uh, second star of the game, and uh, he's gonna have to be, you know, a top three star guy going forward with Marazko too. So it's definitely gonna be interesting to see, you know, how Campbell can do now that he's the guy. And now I actually don't think that that's overly different than last year when Anderson went down. It was him and Hutchinson. He was clearly the guy and he was able to come up big, right? Towards the end of the year, he came up big while Anderson was out. So hopefully he can stay, remain durable and give this team a chance to win on a night in night out basis, much like he did on Saturday. But clearly the first star of the hockey game was Mitch Marner, magic Mitch. This guy's just been unbelievable. I mean, he's just a firecracker out there, playing with so much confidence right now. Um, a goal, three assists. The guy truly is playing maybe the best hockey we've ever seen him play. I think he's up there with like 12 points now. He's got 11 of those in the last five games over the course of this winning streak. Remember remember a couple of weeks ago when he had one secondary assist through the first few games of the year and everyone's like, ah, oh, we got to trade Marner. You know, this guy clearly not worth it. Eh. Guess again, he's playing pretty pretty good hockey right now. So I think Mitch Marner is making every little every red cent of his eleven million dollar contract this past week. Um, he's got to keep it going though, right? Like that's the that's the thing with 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 Mar. That's the thing with a player who's making as much money as he is. You know, you're expected to do this on a nightly basis. Consistency is not supposed to be a question mark for you. It's supposed to be there. So for Mitch Marner, uh, he can't go on on stretches like he did early this year, where you know he only has one secondary assist through six games. That's just not that's not good enough. That's not good enough for this team. But what he's been able to do in the five games since then has been phenomenal 
Um, he's clearly been the 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 heartbeat of this team. You know, when he's going, the rest of this team is going. He's got John Tavares playing at a really high level of hockey. Um, you know, switching up the power play, getting him on the on the on the wing over along the half wall, back to where he was before, and putting you know that's really helped this power play too, right? It allows him to be more free and allow him to free himself up and do some more things with the puck, and allows him to pull and drag defenders draw them in to allow guys like Neyland or guys like like Matthews who now has a few power play goals on the year to open on ice for them to allow them to get opportunities and then just the guy's been really solid on the PK too the the penalty kill was three for four the other night uh, Taylor Hall did score the opening goal on the power play but outside of that honestly the the penalty kill has been kind of an unsung hero they've been pretty solid for this team and Mitch Martin has been one of them um, so giving him the first star of the game all right, we'll take uh, one more quick break. When we get back, let's tee up tonight's Leafs-Kings game. Toronto looking for their sixth straight. The Kings, they've got four in a row that they've won. So one of these two streaks are going to end. We'll see. We'll tee it up when we get back. I'll give you my three keys to the game. Take a look at this game from a betting perspective. Give a couple of prop bets that I like for tonight. I'll do all that when we return here on the Locked on Leafs podcast. I love Thanksgiving. All the good food and treats and plenty of them, but maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie is upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars have only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace the coconut cream pie with coconut Built Bar. Or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of the raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein, cover Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is the great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two now. Share some of your family gatherings. It'll make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a Built Bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at BuiltBar.com regularly. So make sure you're checking the site often. There's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Make sure you mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to BuiltBart.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15. And we get 15% off your order. Use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back into Locked on Leafs. Mike DiStefano, the host of this show. And just a reminder, we are a daily Maple Leafs podcast, so you can find us wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure you subscribe and make us your daily or your make us a daily listen and perhaps your first listen of the day. Uh here, this is locked on Leafs. All right, so Toronto uh, finishing up their homestand tonight as they host the LA Kings, who are coming in on a bit of a streak of their own. So, one of these two streaks are going to get broke tonight. Leafs looking for their six straight Kings with four straight. A uh, bit of a revenge game, perhaps, for Jack Campbell. First game against his old pal since being traded back in February of 2019. Obviously, we know exactly what happened. Um, Jack Campbell gets traded late in 2019 or early in 2019, and then the pandemic comes. And or sorry, 2020. Yes, yes, late into <laughs> late into 2020, he gets traded. 2019-2020 season, uh, he gets traded in 2020. And then plays a couple of games, and um, then the pandemic hit, right? 
it was over. And they haven't played a, a Western Conference team since. So this is going to be Jack Campbell's first time playing his old pals, playing the LA Kings. So you got to think that gives him a little bit of extra motivation tonight. Not that, not that he needs it. I mean, the guy's been spectacular and stellar each and every night. I would assume that this is just who he is, man. This guy goes out, wears his heart on his sleeve, um, gives this team a chance to win each and every night. But Jack Campbell, maybe the boys put a little money on the board and they play for him tonight and they, they clamp down defensively and try and give him every opportunity to uh, to look as sharp as he possibly can in this one. So that that's something that I'll be looking forward to, kind of Jack Campbell, his first first game against his old club. Uh, it's one little storyline that I'm taking a peek at. Uh, no Drew Doughty on the other side, though. So Drew Doughty will not be in this game tonight. He's out uh, out long-term. I don't think he's expected back until almost Christmas. So no Drew Doughty won't be a factor. And usually it's always a story, right? When Drew Doughty comes back to Toronto, it's always a story. always is. But, hey, not going to be there today. The media won't be able to... Uh, to harass him and ask him about, you know, oh, your thoughts on Team Canada. Oh, your thoughts on the market in Toronto and blah, blah, blah. Nope, not there. So a non-factor. So we'll uh, we'll stop talking about Drew Doughty now since, well, he's not going to be in this game. <laughs> um, another big matchup and storyline that I'm, I'm excited to watch tonight. Phil Deneau versus Austin Matthews. Uh, yeah, if you forgot... Phil Deneau left the Montreal Canadiens this offseason and signed a deal with the LA Kings. Signed, uh, I think it was, what, six years at five and a half million bucks or five seven five, something like that. But um, you have to think that LA is going to try and get Austin Matthews. Uh, he's going to try and match him up against Austin Matthews as, as much as possible, right? Deneau was the Matthews kryptonite in the playoffs last year for the Montreal Canadiens. So hey, you know that uh, that that they're going to try their hardest to make sure that Deneau can try and stymie Matthews, who's hot right now. Um, he's got four goals his last three games. Try and stymie him and, and make sure that he can't, uh, can't unload on this LA Kings goaltending front and try and keep racking up goals as he's been able to do the last couple games and Phil Deneau, that's a, a a pretty good um a good kryptonite but maybe maybe just maybe uh the way that Austin Matthews is playing he doesn't even care who the heck he's going up against because he was going up against Patrice Bergeron sometimes last night and or on uh on Saturday and that didn't do nothing he's supposed to be the best shutdown center in the league Phil Deneau, Great shutdown center. He's going to try and shut down Austin Matthews. But uh, I kind of like AM34 in tonight's matchup. A little bit of a revenge game for him. Again, money on the board. Money on the board. Uh, it, it, It looks likely that Justin Hall could be scratched for a fifth straight game as well. Um, I mean, Travis or Timothy Lilligan's played great. There's no reason to take him out of the lineup. You know, this this defensive core has <clears throat> has really gelled as of late. I mean, it's it's been a bit of a mixed bag with Dermot up in the, on the top line. But, you know, you, we somewhat expected it. You know, he's somebody who has never really been a top guy. So it was, it was you know, I'm not surprised that there are some, some oopsie-daisy mistakes here. But overall, I think that the, the defensive pairings have looked good and there's no no sense in, in changing up this the the pairings. Like, keep it the way it is as long as you're winning games. And I, it's probably going to take a loss, just one loss, to end up getting Je- uh, Justin Hall back into the lineup. But I think tonight, you'll, unless barring any uh, injuries, which I 
think there was a questionable moniker placed on TJ Brody, but I, he was skating in practice this morning. He did do the optional skate, so perhaps he is good to go. Um, but that'll be, uh, you know, that'll be kind of a game time decision on if Justin Hall ends up getting into the lineup. Um, but hey, don't broke or if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep her going. Don't wanna, don't wanna, really, don't want to jinx yourself and anger the hockey gods who have given you five straight wins since making this change. So, I think the Maple Leafs uh, would be in in good. Uh, in good spirits if if they were to keep things the way that they were. All right, let's get to my three keys of the game. So key number one to victory for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they got to have success on the power play. The power play has done really, really well the last few games. They've got goals in four straight. And the Kings penalty kill, not very good. Currently operating at 71%. So Toronto, I think if they can take full uh, uh, advantage of a porous PK right now and give them a, a good opportunity to score some extra goals on the man advantage on top of the, the dominance at 5-on-5 five five as of late, I mean, that's only going to give them a, a chance to succeed. So, you know, when the power play success uh, or when the, uh, the the special teams battles have success on the power play, I think that'll go a long way tonight against a, a team that's that's pretty good and a team that's pretty stingy when it comes to limiting chances at 5-on-5. Five five. So if you score on the man advantage, it'll give you a much better chance uh, to win. Uh, it's cliche, but, I mean, play with pace. This team is way better when they're playing with pace, playing with a little bit of speed, scoring off the rush, rush chances, um, a lot of like the, a lot of their goals that they've been scoring over the course of this five-game winning streak have been off the rush. It's been with good pace, you know. So I think if they can continue to do that against a team like LA, I, I do like their chances of of winning this game. They're they're a much more skilled team. They're the better team. If they make it a track meet, I like Toronto's chances. Uh, much more than than the LA Kings. That being said, Toronto tends to play down to their opponents. So why I say play with pace? Because that is the way that Toronto is most successful. So don't play down to your opponent. Establish your own game, Maple Leafs, and play with good pace. Play with some speed, and uh, I think that'll that'll go a long way to trying to ensure another two points and to keep the winning streak rolling as they head out onto the road uh, after this one. And then finally, another full 60 effort. When this team plays 60 minutes worth of hockey, a full 60 goes a long way for this club. They tend to win a lot of games when they start on time and when they go right through to the final whistle, this team wins games. That That is, like I said, it's cliche, totally cliche. Oh, full 60 minutes. Yeah, thanks, Tips. But honestly, that that's that's how this team is built to win. Just keep it going. Keep your foot on the pedal. Once you score, build on the lead. And then, you know, allow Jack Campbell to do his thing back there. But offensively, absolutely keep the foot on the pedal and play the full 60 minutes. That's how I think the Maple Leafs come away with a win tonight. Um, betting lines, courtesy of betonline.ag. If you think that the Maple Leafs can come away with a victory, uh, they're heavily favored on the money line, so I don't know if I would quite take the money line at minus 250. Seems like a little too much to to bet there, a little too much of a risk, considering that LA's also playing really well, coming in on a, on a streak of their own, and you can get LA on the money line at plus 244 for the upset. But where I like Toronto a little bit, if 
If I think Toronto can win, I think they can win by probably uh, two or more goals. So you can get them on the puck line at plus money at plus 115. So that would be the Toronto bet that I would make if you think LA is going to take the victory. Uh, the money line at plus 222 is really good value on the Kings. The over-under set at five and a half. And um, here's an interesting little prop. Austin Matthews, goal anytime. Minus 145, but I'm not sure. He's going up against Phil Deneau, you know? Like, I don't know if it's as open-shut a case as normal, be just in case Phil Deneau is, is living in his head, you know? Like, the old saying, living in his head rent-free. That, that was Phil Deneau in the playoffs. Is Austin Matthews, has he moved on? Has he learned? Is he different? I mean, Deneau's not in the same place, clearly, so... Perhaps this isn't even going to be as interesting as a matchup as we're making it seem. But minus 145, I don't like the... There's not much value there, considering that, you know, Deneau does have Matthew's number. So I'm I'm looking at, at a different prop here. Um, and and I, like, I like John Tavares to score tonight. I think he's been all over the place. Got five in his last five. Um, I think he keeps it rolling. You can get him at plus 200 to score. So you can get some real good value. Double your money at plus 200. Um, I, I think that's that's the prop bet that I'd be going for. And you can find that over at betonline.ag. Uh, that's going to do it for me here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Locked On These Podcasts on all podcasting platforms. You receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Locked On Leafs. And I'll be back with another episode tomorrow. Going to recap the game against the LA Kings. Hopefully we are still talking about a big time streak as the Leafs hit the road this week. But until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.